Welcome to Everything is Awesome. I'm Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Now, I don't have to go into a long tirade like I did last week about this week's guest, because this is part two of our conversation with the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Smith, fellow podcaster in the Philadelphia area, stand-up comedian in his own right. He's also the co-host, along with Dan Scully, of I Like to Movie Movie, which has spun off into a live game show called Movie Movie Live where they do, every, about every other month, they do a uh, themed game show about movies and pop culture. We last left with Garrett uh, talking about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World specifically, uh, and then got into some Kevin Smith discussion, because that is something that him and I kind of bonded over. We even had a podcast, as you heard previously, uh, about Kevin Smith and his podcast network. Crazy, I know. Uh, so that's where we're going to pick up this week. Let's take it to... Past Kev and past Garrett, where we're sitting down and continuing our conversation about Kevin Smith, pop culture, horror movies, it's all in there. Anything you want to hear, I'm sure it's in there. So, here we go. I like Red State. I think Red State is, is really interesting and, and pretty good. It, it's, uh, it took me a it's while to go Tusk, I think. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tusk is... Tusk is just weird it's as strange. hell. And I, I love that it's so weird and committed to its weirdness. I need to see it again. Um, I... What I love about it is that, uh, and and this is all because of Kevin Smith, but it takes podcasting seriously, and yep. it was the first thing in traditional media to kind of take it. Yeah, seriously. I think so. Um, the next thing, the only other thing I've seen since then is uh, the Scream television show that oh. takes podcasting seriously. I didn't know that. Um, How is that show? Uh, it is good, um, yeah. and I shat on it big time. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, not publicly. Yeah, I shat on it with my friend, uh, with my friends and my coworkers. I said yeah. this. How are they going to make a television show out yeah, of this? Yeah, yeah. They're going to desecrate Scream. Because yeah, yeah. for me, and I know this is probably uh, a lot of people will uh, shame me for this, yeah. but for me, Scream is like my horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I was a kid when like all the. Yeah, fr- I don't think so. I think that is our generation's sort of definitive slasher. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it was the '80s when the other ones, even, yeah. maybe even the '70s, late yeah, '70s, 70s and '80s, uh, yeah. when all those other ones came out. And like for me, I didn't really start watching horror until the '90s. I'm like you. I I, I was more an adult when I got into horror. Yeah. Um. And uh, for me, Scream is the definitive horror movie. Yeah. Like to me, I, and I've had this argument with my manager, who is 10 years older than me, so that's the the mm-hmm. difference. But you know, uh, you know, to me, Scream is a better movie than all the other horror movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like I I would probably rank Scream. As my favorite horror movie. Oh, crazy! I, I wouldn't do that still, um, but uh, and that's me. Like, I, I, if I sat down and watched a couple others, I may yeah. adjust that list real quick. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. just speaking off the cuff, I always point to Scream as my favorite. Have you seen any of the uh, like the original slasher movies? Because I finally spent the last like year uh, watching the first movie no. and all of like the so like Halloween is is something I'm a big fan of. I've been a big I've fan of that. Seen for Seen the years. Rob Zombie one? Oh no no no! I'm talking about the John Carpenter one, which is great, and no. you should really see it. It is one of the it's I still I think definitively one of the greatest horror movies you'll ever see. Yeah, I need to go back and watch those one like the we'll call them I guess generation one horror yeah. movies. Uh because I'm sure I will add some of them to my list of being better than And Scream. I'm talking specifically slashers, because yeah. what Scream is doing is is really interesting and fun. Uh and it spawned a whole generation of terrible other slasher movies, right? Like that genre almost died mm. and then yeah. Scream brought it yeah. back. But what Scream is doing is a commentary on that genre. Yeah. So it's interesting that we grew up with it because we got this very meta slasher movie. Yes. And we loved it, even though we had no context for the meta nature of it, right? Um, which is how it spawns all those really bad other versions of itself. Like, uh, I know what you did last summer, uh, where it's like, it's basically. Which I'm also a fan of. Like oh, that, man. Like, I, now. I wouldn't say it's in my top anything, but yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Like it's a movie I can sit down and I, I now I haven't seen it since it was in the theater, but uh, uh, I enjoyed it in the theater. I feel like those movies do what Scream is doing without the meta commentary, which then makes no sense. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll say yes without <laughs> having seen it in probably about ten, fifteen yeah. years. But um, you but the original slashers are really good. Like yeah. I even really liked the original Friday the Thirteenth, which I would say is probably the least of those like original slashers. I that is even very enjoyable. I think, dude, a Nightmare on Elm Street I finally saw recently and, and is so good. Yeah, and that you 
you your show influences me to say, all right, I'm adding this to my list yeah. to watch. And it's not even because I don't know if you necessarily like it wasn't even you did a podcast on it. It's either that or like when I read your yeah, your I wrote it on Letterbox. I think so. Like because I obviously for those that don't know, Garrett's also uh, in our o- in our organizational unit that we just created the yes. other day. Uh, you are the the manager of movie reviews, <laughs> yes, by the way. Yes. But uh, he uh, Garrett writes reviews. Uh, we'll say for Letterbox, but I yeah. I snipe him I snipe him for that's entertainment which uh, I love. I love that you do that. Um, you know, so uh, I and I try to get good SEO on it so that uh, when <laughs> yeah. people search for those movies, it comes to us first. I appreciate um, that. But uh, yeah, I mean, your signature, I believe, has all your promos plugs in it. Yes, it does. Uh, I, th- I thank you for that greatly. Yes, because uh, I don't have to do anything for any. No, of yeah, I, and I review every movie I watch. By the way, just so people know, I review every movie I watch. I do it on Letterboxd.com. Um, Film Adelphia on there. Yeah. Check out my reviews. They're they're great. Uh, I, I actually uh, when I uh, I still online date because I'm a 30 year old that doesn't is like an idiot. Uh, and I, I t- now I tell people I'm like, listen, you could read my profile on here, but just go read my movie reviews. You'll learn a lot more about me through those than you That's will on funny. this dumb profile. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so Garrett does some work for us there as well. Um, but uh, you were talking about my we were uh, oh the Scream Television Show. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I do want to watch that, um, dude. It's so good. Yeah, I because I, I I'm uh, a huge Wes Craven fan. Obviously, dude, Scream. you gotta see it. So, I'm yeah, telling you, man. Right. I, I really think it blows Scream out of the water. Uh, it, it is such a great, great horror movie. Yeah, it's I'll so need to watch fun it. and weird and uh, and just it's scary too. It's like really scary. Like for me, Scream is not necessarily scary. It's also supposed to be funny comparatively yes, to a yes, lot of other yes. horror movies, you know? Uh, I, I think it's thrilling more than it's scary. Here's Does that? I, yes, that makes sense because for me, Scream is more realistic mm-hmm. than any of the other slasher movies. Yeah. And to me, that's what makes it quote-unquote scary. Sure. So, like, for instance, like... Uh, you know, someone in a ghost face mask can be under my car or in yeah. the backseat of my car. Or, 100%. you know, any of the death that you see in Scream, yeah. that can happen. Yep. Because it's not someone in your nightmares. No. Not, and, and that's, I've never seen Nightmare on, my, on Elm Street. So I'm not saying that's knock it, but like, I can, as an adult now, watch Nightmare on Elm Street and say, okay, like, yeah, it might be scary or it's thrilling or whatever because yeah. it pumps my heart, but that's just in the moment yeah. watching the movie. I can recognize that that's never going to happen. Right. I can still watch Scream to this day. I, I, and not be scared by it, but say, I, I need to be careful because that could happen. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's no movie that I've ever said I'm truly scared of, except for The Strangers. That's the one movie where, like, <laughs> I, I could probably, I watched it with my friend who's 35 years old at this point. So we were, he was early 30s, I was late 20s when we watched it. In broad daylight, we were scared watching it together. Dude, you know what you should watch? Because The Strangers, I don't think is great, uh, but I think is a very interesting movie. Yes. Uh, you should watch Your Next. Okay. It's it's like a take on the home invasion thing yeah. that is really good. It's like, okay. I, I, I will say it might not scare you as much as okay. The Strangers, because okay. The Strangers does have that realism element <sighs> that makes it very frightening, yeah. right? Uh your next is a little funnier. Okay. It's trying to be a little bit funny, uh, but it is man, is it like a fun, great take on the horror genre? Okay, it's it like Scream. It's sort of playing into your notions of what the horror tropes are, okay. especially of home invasion, and trying to subvert them. Okay, it's oh, it's so good. It's the same. Uh, it's Adam Wingard. It's the same filmmaker as okay. the guest. Okay, okay. Uh, really, really good. I think it's on Netflix right now too. Okay, totally uh, recommend. What's that. it called? It's called Your Next. Your next. All right, really fun to, horror yeah, movie. I'll have to watch that. Um. So, going back to the screen, yeah, television sorry, show, cycle back. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it is it is good. Uh, surpri- surprisingly so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was when I first saw the mask, I was like, oh, come on. And like, yeah, it's I understood like, it's like why a little could. bit different, but kind of the same. Yeah. Right? And they did it for like, I mean, they they were going to be charged an ass load of money right, to right. use the yeah. ghost face mask. So I understand and why, why they not did reinvent it. it, man. Like it's you know yeah. you are trying to. I would imagine the show. Okay, does the show exist in the universe the movies exist in? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, at least not to my knowledge. Then why not change the mask? Yeah. Uh, and and you know, I'm fine with it, you yeah. know, because at the end of the day, that wasn't what the important part of no. the story is, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And, it's just and, iconic. It's become yeah. iconic. Uh, and I mean, so I gave it shit for that uh, for no reason. Um, I just didn't think it would work on television. Now, yeah. I, I'm saying this, uh, also saying that I don't know how it will work for season two. Sure. Um, but uh, is the season over? Yeah, the season's over. So it was you, like a quick. You know what the basically the game they were playing yeah. was? Yes. And so you're not sure if they could play that game again for another season? Yeah. Um. I mean, the way they the way they left the season is is you you may know who. Oh, fascinating. You, who's you, involved? Okay. Um. You may not. I, I mean, they kind of left it up like you don't know if the person's involved or not. 
um but it's uh it was good it the character that and was it jamie kennedy in the movie He's the movie guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the character that plays that in the in the show is phenomenal. He's oh, one of the awesome. best characters. Um, awesome. And he has the same kind of speech. Yes. Uh, that Jamie Kennedy has yes. about like you know uh, horror movies, but his is more like you know you can't do horror movies on television, blah blah blah, because of you know what. Great. And and Great. so it's very meta. Great. Uh, at least in that, I love that. first yeah. episode. But I can't say there was an episode that I watched that said Ugh. now the like the deaths. There's maybe one excellent death death yeah like one that you're like that's awesome cool all the other ones are more like eh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. how graphic is it um i mean there's blood it's uh, on mtv right? yeah yeah it's on mtv there's blood um they they you know what it has very good cuts because i'm the, yeah, the yeah, death yeah. that i'm explaining like crafty yeah because the death that, I, that was amazing yeah uh you, you don't you just see some blood splatter well that's but, like did you see daredevil the uh, netflix oh series i loved it I loved so it. I loved good. it. I loved it. I loved it. One I, of my favorite things is that uh, scene. It, uh, I, th- I assume we're talking about the same thing, which is the decapitation by Cardor. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. But that yeah. is easily yeah. one of the grossest, craziest yeah. things I've ever seen in anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only that gross by the crafty cutting they do. Yes. yes because you don't actually have to see what is so gruesome about it. Yeah. But you do witness it from start to finish, which yeah. is such a, a great creative idea yeah. to like distance me enough that I don't have to be confronted with the true gruesome imagery of it, but keep me so close I have to consider what that is. It that was horrifying and so well executed and kind of funny in its weird way yeah, where yeah, like I the agree. assistant is like slowly making his way out of the car. Like, it, uh, it was so well executed. But anyway, so, yes, there is a way, you know, good filmmaking, you can get away with a lot without yeah. having to show a lot. Yeah, so, so um, and I, I don't know if I would call Scream good filmmaking Daredevil at Sure, all. sure, sure, but, sure. Um, it's worth a watch. Like, yeah. it's, you know, if Somebody you die binge every it, episode? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say yes, but probably not. Um, most oh. episodes, yeah, most yeah, episodes. Yeah, because I would prefer that, I think, actually, if that's what the show, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, that I, would make sense to me that that's how you would do it episodically, that, like, there's a there's a death every episode. Yeah, there probably is. Um, if not, there's, they, there's cliffhangers. At the very follow least. me on this. Are they Jackie Chan deaths? Now, here's what I mean. This is one of my favorite things about Scream. Is you were talking about sort of the realism of it, right? Yeah, like yeah, how yeah. scary it is that yeah, these yeah, things yeah. could happen to you. Because they get away with some crazy like slasher movie deaths, okay. even though it's so grounded. But they're all like Jackie Chan style, where it's like okay. Jackie Chan will use a refrigerator to fight you, okay. and the scream killer will use a garage door to try and chop you in half. Uh, it's similar. It, it is you know very similar. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I think if you, as a fan of the movie and and a big fan of the movie. Yeah. Uh, who was down on the show, and maybe because I was just so down on the show, I liked it that much more. Yeah. Um, not the best show on television, but definitely worth a watch. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed it. If you're yeah. a Scream fan, I think you'll like the I gotta show. I got to check that out. Uh, if Once it's up on Netflix or however I'm you can watch it. I'm just curious about the idea of, of taking that story and extending it to a format on television it, more than anything. It works for a season at yeah. least. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it will work yeah, beyond that. How do you play that. that mythology out for a long time? Um, to be fair, how do you play that mythology out for more than one movie? They made four, and ostensibly none of them are like terrible, I would say. No, no. Um, I, like They found creative ways, I think, to keep commenting yeah. on the idea of horror and, movies over and over again because for me the fourth one is actually this my second favorite like i i enjoy that but a to lot be fair, i haven't seen that one um we, I, we, I saw that in theater when i want to see out. that one yeah it uh for me it was the the second best one because yeah. it kind of reinvented right. the genre again mm-hmm. like it, it, it was it was the scream for this generation yeah um scream one is still to me the best in the series oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. um uh, but yeah i mean everything uh, west craven's just fantastic he's great yeah. i mean r.i.p he's that yeah. was that why i finally watched that, yeah that was why i finally watched nightmare on elm street because i had never seen and, his classic and you know? i do i do need to go see that for Dude, the same it, reason oh, because so good because uh you know i would say in my mid-20s is when like yeah. filmmaking became important to yeah, me. Like, yeah that's when i was like i think i want to do this yeah. like it's something that i found out very late in life and um uh, Texas Chainsaw sorry. is worth watching too. The original Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre is really. I may worth have seen bits and pieces of that, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. There, there's, a, I'm sure it's in my queue. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. In you got. I'm telling you, man. I, I think especially as a big fan of Scream, you should yeah. see like the original slashers because that's a lot of what they're commenting on, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, horror has been, like, and that's why um, one of the projects that we're working on with uh, our, our production company is a, a horror movie. Like, we I, we have, like, probably ten movies. That yeah, yeah, do. yeah. 
and um, we decided on uh, a I horror. I mean, flute. horror is one of the best things to do as as like a, a first movie. It's it you know you can get a lot done cheaply. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's one of those genres where as an audience we all kind of know that it's the cheap genre. Yeah. And so we give a lot of leeway yeah. to things. You know, it's it's interesting. It's, it's a fascinating genre that I think is great for first-time filmmakers. And, and I think almost uh, every every horror movie will probably have its audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's whether it's big or small. Yep. You know, Evil Dead, cult classic kind of size. It's just one of or, those genres. Or Nightmare on Elm Street. People always or, want to see yeah. something new. So, um, so that's that's what intrigues me. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's part of, like, me for, for what we're doing is all universe building. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. uh, like how Kevin Smith was almost, not certainly not the first to do, I guess, a universe building, no. but like how the Jersey Trilogy, yeah. they're not they're connected, but they're not connected. Loose, yeah. Uh, very disappointed that he went away from that uh, at but some You know point. he's bringing that back. I, oh, yeah. And did you read the spoiler about how he's bringing it back? I can't believe he's doing it. You, re- you read the spoiler. I can't believe yeah. he's doing it. I'm okay. I'm very okay with it. I do kind of wish he hadn't revealed it. I, I, I wish w- he didn't. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, I would have been surprised by that. I, that would have been crazy. I'm I'm disappointed that we know that they're in it. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have gone into to uh, Moose Jaws uh, and not known yeah. that Jay and Bob were going to be To be there. fair, here's what I think is going to be interesting about it, is we already know there's going to be a Mallrats 2, a Clerks 3, like all these things that assumably those characters are going to be in, right? Yeah. And it's possible Moose Jaws is going to get made at least before Clerks 3, uh, yes. depending. Uh, so here's what's interesting about it to me, is he can do what he's planning on doing. I love how we're keeping this so loose for the audience, which I would prefer to because I think yeah. people should be surprised by it. Totally. Uh, even if he does what he's going to do, he could still make a million movies with those characters uh, yeah. and just be like, yeah, well, the timeline is whatever. Yeah, it's, it's wibbly wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i disappointed that he never got on board. And, and I remember when he first told the story, agreeing with him that it was silly about the uh, like them being Abbott and Costello yeah. meeting the Universal Monsters yeah. or whatever. Uh, or the Dimension Monsters. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I think that would have been a great thing to do. Totally. Uh, I will say... Did you see the animated movie they made, Jay and Silent Bob's Super Groovy Cartoon Movie? Yes, yes. That is one of the few, I think, one-star reviews I've given on Letterboxd. I don't know if... I, I think I posted it uh, on our site uh, before it, our site crashed, so I don't think it's up there now. Um, it will eventually make its way back up. Um, it was one of the few one-star reviews I gave. It is... Uh, and you know how big a fan... We did yeah. a whole fucking podcast <laughs> yeah. about that dude. Yeah. It... I, even just from I was trying to be I really I was trying like so hard to like process like well maybe well he wrote the script so like there's got to be good jokes in it nope no there's not it's everything is bad everything about this kind of yeah, stuff uh, and like I said I'm the guy that likes to be like relentlessly positive about yeah. things there was so just little to latch on to in that for, for me I'm even gonna, as a big fan I think I, I, I saw your review and said oh, that's a little rough yeah. uh I may have found positive, but sitting here now, yeah, no, it uh, definitely the worst thing that's ever had his name on it. Yeah, yeah even yeah, yeah. even as you and, know, just and a producer. To be but. fair, it's just a fucking. It's a lark. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I don't care that it's not good. It, it, that does not reflect to me on him. Or he clearly wrote the script just on a bender, basically, like trying to have fun and be weird. Yeah, and that's fine. And he knew what style he was writing it for. The kind of thing Stark will animate. I yeah. just it. It feels like one of those haphazard things that was just like, well, we want to release a thing. It was something for Jason to do. Yeah, exactly. It, it was something exactly. to keep him. Yeah. And, I mean, now that he has a kid and stuff, like yeah. I think he's. I don't think we're going to get projects like that again, no, I hopefully. Know, I know. Uh, uh, anyway, I don't even know why I brought that up. Anyway. Uh, it was uh, Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, There's one of the few I agree that are. Yeah. Are, but you know what? It has its audience. It does. It I mean, does. Of course it does. It's, it's amazing how many things have its audience yeah. that I don't find good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get one of those myself. It's it's amazing to me that some things do have an audience, and it's like, God damn it, I want some of that audience. Yeah, uh, and and that's what uh you know, I, I, and you do. I mean, you have a. I, I mean, got a nice little. I do. Like I, I have more of an audience, I think, than I would like to admit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it still feels so small. Well, you, you know? know what? And I think this may come with um, just podcasting in general. Because as a podcaster myself, even when I was on a show that literally got a million views, uh. uh you know, a day, yeah, you know, for yeah, the two hours we were on. crazy to me. You know, I would say, fucking no one watches this yeah, show. that's amazing uh, to me. I wish a million people and, knew my yeah, opinions about movies. And, and you know, I did the, you know, that was the Stabcast. I did the Zomcast, which did a couple hundred thousand uh, in, a, in an hour. 
By the way, uh, it's hilarious to me that I'm like trying to get a comedy career off the ground, and the thing that I just said reveals what I care about most. I was like, I wish a million people knew what I thought about movies. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's. Fe- I don't know where I, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry, I, I didn't yeah, mean to yeah, interrupt yeah. your thought. No, no, I just realized I, was, I said yeah. a really weird, funny thing. Yeah, uh, we'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, okay, so make it nice and smooth. <sighs> you don't have to make these smooth, man. That's the benefit of yeah. podcasting. And I won't because I it, there's gonna be glaring gaps that I have to edit out. But if you know me, yeah, I don't do much editing. I'm yeah. more because you know what's interesting and what I wanted to do with podcasting again was be a podcaster where yeah. you do make the cuts and make the edits. Yeah. But I, I'm very much grounded in that world of what stickcam was because i only did podcasting for a little bit before i got big on well, right I, I didn't get big but before my shows or yeah. shows i was on got big on stickcam and the format was live yeah so, so at that you, point no why editing. do you edit like yeah, why do you no edit editing. the podcast you're yeah. gonna put out except for maybe any glaring dead mm-hmm. ho- dead air holes um so uh there will be some edits here but yeah. i like to kind of pride myself on the fact that i let the good and bad kind of out yeah, I I mean I'll, I'll say for uh, I like to movie movies. Scully and I's podcast. I like sometimes we'll record for like four hours straight. We've had a few episodes that went really long. I don't edit at all. I never edit, and I don't. There's hardly ever a second of dead air. It never sounds like we don't know what we're talking about or where yeah, we're yeah, driving yeah. towards. No, We've it's, gotten it's good. really good at pot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I've been doing it for ten years. Like I, yeah. I know how to have a conversation and keep it moving. Uh, and, and so like, even when I'm having moments like this, where I, where I go like, uh, like I'm trying to think of the next thing, two seconds and I'm in there no matter what it is, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, For me, usually the glaring holes is when I need to take a break. Yeah. When you have a child that comes in, we don't don't have to deal with that on our show. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, the, that's the Shecky. Yeah. I I have a roommate is 21 years old that I like to call a child, uh, Uh, whenever he enters the room, but that's about it. Dude, he fucking, we did an episode on, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance recently. Uh, which I totally recommend people listen to uh, because we got Chris Cotton on, who's a great Philly comic and currently the co-host of Artie Lang's podcast. In oh, New York. is he? Yes, he is. Is he? Because I'm pretty sure I listened. Because I, I Artie always... Quitter, I think it's called Artie Quitter. Oh, is that is his that name of the ring show? Ring bells. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, maybe it's a new show he's doing it's, or something. I know he. Ha- I think it's a paid. It podcast. might be. Might it's it's kind of like what um, Anthony from Open Anthony is doing, yep. where it's paid. Um, but uh no uh but yeah so chris cotton yeah, he's cool. a, he's a philly comic uh and or originally was he's in new york now but he okay. co-hosts Artie lang's podcast so he i mean it's one of the best episodes of our show it's really really funny yeah, i do i mean you know i listen to all i do is listen to podcasts yeah, yeah. so uh i'm not gonna say i remember anything because a lot of times i'm doing something so like course, it's just noise I, in yeah the background. i know i know we had our my roommate mecky who's 21 on the podcast and uh, i don't remember this part i don't remember uh so chris said something about like uh oh there's a few movies my wife and i can watch that are just like both of us love it like there's very few but both of us just love these movies he's like dired with a vengeance is one of them i don't know what it is my wife and i love the shit out of this movie we watch it over and over he was like teen wolf is another one he was like can't explain it teen wolf me and my wife we love it and mecky goes yeah that is a weird show and we all turned to him. We all turned and we were like, you mean the MTV show, Teen Wolf? And he was like, yeah, it's really weird. I don't get the concept of that show at all. We were like, you know, it's based on a movie from the 80s, right? And he was like, no, I don't. I fucking, it's okay. I only know it as an MTV show. It was it, lit- it was the most horrifying realization yeah. of my age yeah. that I've had. Dude. Oh, my God. And it's so weird because this is the thing, like, this is what I talk about now with people. It's like, I'm fucking old. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, only 31. There's kids watching the Scream TV show that do not know that's based on a movie. I, that was what that made me realize. Because, like, like, I knew I was getting older or whatever, but, like, I never... And, I, and like, remakes always make me a little uneasy or I feel weird about them or whatever. I try not to because, like, whatever. You can still make a good movie. Who cares? I, I try not to prejudge anything. But I do feel weird about them from time to time. It's like, why are you remaking that? What are you doing? And now I know why. Because there's a whole fucking generation yeah. that doesn't even yeah. fucking know that thing yeah. existed before they make the remake. Exactly, and and that's I mean it blows my mind like that. I mean I I never watched the Teen Wolf show because to, it's, why would I care? It's not even a movie I like that much. Well, I I love the movie. That's it's fine. I uh, I, I didn't grow up with it to be fair. I, just, I, I know about it because it was a it was around when yeah. I was growing up. But I yeah, I think I, I watched it on. Comedy Central once in an afternoon. Yeah, I, I guess because I, I'm a couple years older than you, I guess. Yeah, you are. You're uh, about three years older. So, than me, so that's one. Like, Back to the Future and yeah. Teen Wolf yeah. were movies that there were summers as a child 
uh, that I watched just day back one was Future Back to the Future. Mine, yeah. Day two was Back to the Future 2. Day three was Back to the Future 3. Teen Wolf was thrown in that mix. Um, I don't know. I guess it was because it was the guy from Back yeah. to the Future. Um, Teen Wolf is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as much as Back to the Future. Um, and it's funny. I was actually thinking about this. Um, listening to uh, Colin uh, Tre- Trevorrow. Is that Trevorrow, his last name? Yeah, Trevorrow. Tre- Trevorrow. I don't know how uh, On that Jurassic Cast part, yeah. uh, podcast. Um, saying how like for kids like there's kids who's who's their defining trilogy is the prequel trilogy yeah for him it's star wars for me it's back to the future uh and i was sitting there thinking about it like man what happens if they were to ever do something with that whether re- redo it or do a sequel to it like that's something that as uh, someone who wants to be a filmmaker like i want to get good at it because i want to if someone's gonna do it, like I want to, I want to treat it right. Like yeah. I know I'll treat it right because mm-hmm. that's what he did to Jurassic Park. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think he's, you know, he said Star Wars was his, but for there's a generation of kids, and I would say that Jurassic Park is one of those movies that mm-hmm. that, that was for me a defining movie yeah. in my childhood. Um, but that's, Back to the Future for me, for sure. Yeah, Back to the Future. I mean, I. I have a bad memory now and I'll, I'll blame wrestling for that but uh <laughs> you know there was a time where i could probably repeat that movie line for line dude we well we did an episode of movie movie very early on the first uh the first back to the future uh and the intention was this has never happened to us before or since the intention was we would talk about back to the future the whole movie because that's always what we do we spent two hours talking about the opening 10 minutes of Back to the Future and decided we couldn't continue doing the podcast about the whole movie because we had already spent two hours on the first 10 minutes. Because I truly think it's one of the best movies like I ever agree. made. I agree. Uh, and, and part of the reason is it is one of the most definitive versions of Show, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opening 10 minutes lays out every single piece of information you're going to need to watch the rest of that movie. And it's got all these inside jokes that it's setting up. It's very Edgar Wright in that sense. Uh, it, it's crazy the amount of storytelling that's done in the opening of that movie. It's absolutely insane if you really pay attention to it and watch it. And that's why if they're going to do another one, like a remake, a sequel, whatever, you have to find somebody that cares about it yeah. like I care about it and know that that's a lot of what that movie is. Yeah. Is it's it's an Edgar Wright movie. It's yeah. layering it. It's knowing what your whole story is, and then rewriting your script five different times to make sure there's as many references all over the place, visually, not in dialogue, to let people know what's going on and to yeah. overtell the story through jokes in the background and stuff like yeah. that. No, it is, and I agree. Like that is, uh, if you know, I I have never sat down and said, let me let me put my list out on on. Uh, front street like i always kind of mm-hmm. just vaguely say oh yeah it's in my top 10 and uh, there's probably a yeah. hundred movies in my top 10 that i always talk yeah. about um and uh but I, I mean i think i can definitively say at least the first uh back to the future is is probably uh my favorite movie of all time yeah it's, um, i mean it's not my favorite movie of all time i want to say it might crack my top 10 somewhere in there i, I could probably say top three yeah, uh, yeah, for sure, and that's where like you know top three, top five. It's hard for me. They like they'll always fluctuate, mm-hmm. um, but I you know thinking about that movie, it's just, it is just such a defining part of like the defining part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like I distinctly remember days. That's why I wanted to skateboard when I was a kid, not because yeah. skateboarding was cool, because I fucking loved Marty McFly sketching behind a jeep. It, it, for me, uh, it, I was never into skateboarding. I, in fact, have always loathed the skateboarders. Uh, but that that scene, like that, was always cool to me. Like the idea of like if I had a skateboard, that's what I would do. Yeah, behind the jeep. Love yeah, uh, I, 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 like for me, the the manure gag is something that I love. That gag at all. I hate manure. Like that's just something that you know I. Now talking about it, like I have to throw it into a yeah. movie because I just love that gag. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's so good. It's why I love time travel. Me like, and Dan love doing uh, 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 Tannen voices. We love doing uh, Biff Griff, like uh, any of the Tannens. Uh, but our our favorite line we we always like if there's ever a point where you could reference this, you absolutely should. If you're in conversation. And somebody says something that just this strikes your memory. Use this. It's the most fun thing to say is, since when did you become the physical type? <laughs> it's, it's the best. Yes, yes. Oh, and, my God. Uh, and, and you know what's? It, it is incredibly wild to me that, like, we're there. We're where that movie oh, yeah, is. Yeah. Like, it's it's so weird that we're living. I mean, literally, we're it's 2015. Yeah, and I think October 26th. Yeah, I think that's the, the official day. Yeah. It is weird that we now have reference points, and it's weird how how they got some things right, yeah, like 3D movies, television, 3D movies, 
Uh, maybe not Jaws 26. This is hilarious. We didn't realize this until we, we rewatched Back to the Future 2 for our podcast. Uh, in it, when they get to the future city, like right in the very beginning, they're like in that back alleyway where they put yeah. Jennifer in a trash can. That's how they solve the Jennifer problem. They just they literally they knock her out and put yeah. her in a dumpster. It's crazy. Uh, but next to the dumpster is all this trash from the memorabilia store that Marty will later buy yeah, the yeah, book yeah. from, and it's it's uh it's laser discs. It's all these laser discs That's being funny. thrown away, and it's like. Yeah, they yeah. they are all getting thrown away. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. That is that's that's good. Yeah. yeah. I it is amazing what they got right. Yeah. And oh, it is it is uh I mean Colin the director of Jurassic Park, he said it, I mean it is a near perfect movie. Oh yeah. Uh and for me I I mean I enjoy all three of those movies. I know I do too. Um, like a lot of people give the third one some shit. Yeah, I uh, think the third one holds up. The I think the problem with the third one is it doesn't necessarily hold up as a Back to the Future movie. I think the third one does kind of hold up as its own movie, though. I, I if that makes it. sense. Uh, yeah, no, because that's how I feel about uh, Crystal Skull. Go, yeah. Let's go to another big franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think as an Indiana Jones movie, it is piss poor. Yeah, it's not great. It's a shitty but Indiana Jones yeah, movie. But it's not necessarily a shit movie. No, if you if you say that Harrison Ford is playing Charles, yeah. A, or whatever, like yeah. it just some kind of action hero, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. But uh, when it's okay. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you put aliens in that mythology of or anything from I that don't movie, I care right? about that. I just uh, think that that movie uh, doesn't quite play the same way the other ones do. It doesn't. And and I had a friend, uh, you know, argue that yeah, it had like the the sound effects like the other ones did. But yeah, like yeah. that's not it. It's just it wasn't Indiana Jones. Yeah. It, it, there's some there's something lacking in it. I don't, I can't explain it. But yeah. Something. It, it's it, it is hard to explain. But for me, it is. You can say that if you take Indiana Jones out of that movie, it could still be Harrison Ford. He yeah. can still wear the same outfit. Just don't call him Indiana Jones. It's not a bad movie. Like you can watch it and say, all, all right. right, that's a good Sunday Sunday rain <laughs> flick. That's how I feel about um and i think we've had this discussion on academic nerds that's how i feel about wolverine origins is that it's a good sunday movie uh, i don't know about that it's a movie that i'm, I'm i have a harder time uh, uh, agreeing with that I, I can watch it it, it uh, and i'm a big comic book guy yeah, so yeah. uh well i shouldn't say that uh i'm a big i think that movie has sequences that are certainly great it's a movie that if there's nothing else on on a on a rainy Sunday, yeah. I'm willing to watch. I uh, think that's literally the only reason I would uh, watch it. Yeah, I mean, I own it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is for me. It still ranks better than, and I I, I think you have a different opinion on this. Um, Ang Lee's Hulk. I'm not a fan of. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of that okay. movie. Maybe. I I would tell you that I certainly like it more than uh, Origins. Um, th- th- I, there's. There's parts of Origins that I don't like compared to that movie, but just over, I don't know, Ang Lee's Hulk, I just, I can't get behind. Like, yeah. No, I've, there's stuff I like in that movie. Uh, there, that, I, I don't know. I think it's all the transitions for me. Uh, it, I just, don't mind that. I that, like that he tried to bring a comic book to life on the screen it in was, that way. It was cool at first, but to go through the whole movie doing it is I what I kind of like me. that. You know what's crazy about that? This is interesting. He, like, the way he had to do that. Okay, so think about this. Like, if you remember the transformation to Hulk, yeah. uh, it's very similar. It's like he tries to lay a comic book page out on the screen yeah. and give you, like, four or five frames separated by uh, panel layout, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's all these different angles of Eric Bana, like, transforming into Hulk. They had to film that that many times for that many angles. Uh, so Eric Bana had to give that crazy rage out to Hulk performance that many times to get all of those angles. So every time you're seeing him do that, uh, I, first of all, I like it because I do think it's an interesting way to try and bring the comic book page to life mm-hmm. on the screen. I think many other people have much more successfully figured out how to do that. Scott yeah. Snyder probably being the best example of that, where you just sort of take a panel and sort of animate it as accurately as possible, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but Ang Lee was kind of one of the first to try and do that, to try and bring a panel to the screen, and that was his decision to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best one, but I think it's interesting and it works. It's actually a pretty interesting, crazy filmmaking thing to do because you have to get these actors to give these crazy performances almost identically from a series of angles, and some of them are some of their biggest moments in the movie. Kind of interesting, you know? I'll have to rewatch it because there is a lot of movies that I say are horrible. And you go back and rewatch yeah, them, and you're like, uh, with a little more perspective, yeah. I don't think this is terrible. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And that's and for anyone that doesn't listen, anyone that's listening to this that doesn't listen to your podcast, probably not that many. Yeah. Uh, but listen to I like to movie movie because that's where I like, or even read your letterbox reviews because I 
you are just like I said, like with Mike, very critical of mm-hmm. more so than I am at least mm-hmm. of movies, and the, it does open up a new perspective. Yeah, to, uh, to things where where I, I'm either like, and I I don't know um, if I would change my opinion of the movie but recently on your black mass episode talking about blow oh yeah, uh, yeah. i'm not a fan of that movie oh, no shit no uh but i think i was in a bad place in my yeah. life i think i was like 16 17 yeah. when yeah. that movie came out um and uh, i was like there was just something going on in my life at the time so i remember there being a bad experience with it and every time i've seen that movie i'm just like i don't like it I it can't certainly watch glorifies that lifestyle to an extent mm-hmm. and i think that can be problematic and i think uh, a certain type of person can really brush up against that um, but I think that that movie has some great performances and is truly a very exciting, funny movie that tells a pretty harrowing tale. Uh, and I think that's a unique thing. I, I think to pull off that tone and succeed at telling me both things about that story, kind of unique, kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can go back and watch it. I just have such negative energy towards that movie. Uh, that I don't know if I'll ever go back to watch it, but that, but I mean, if I was going to, it would be because of yeah. what you guys say, because you guys talk so highly of it. I'm like, I just remember it being dog shit, yeah. and, and it's not because of any of anything, but my attitude at the time sure. as being a teenager, sure, uh, and being in a uh, emo y mood, probably. If I yeah. had to guess, yeah, no, I, I recommend seeing that one again. I think that movie's pretty good. It's got some great performances. Paul Rubens is actually really good in it. Pee Wee, Pee Wee Herman, yeah, 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 he plays a great uh, character a, in it. He's a great. I, I've oh, seen he's a him. fun, I fun character him. actor, and I'm so excited we're gonna get more Pee Wee soon. That might be somebody knocking on our door. Come on in. Come in. Hey, buddy. Do you have a favorite movie? Careful of your head. You got a favorite movie, don't you? What's a movie you like? What do you like? Hold on. We're going to get a microphone in your face for some of this. What's your favorite movie? Ninja Turtles. Which, uh, which Ninja Turtles are we talking? Oh, you're going to have trouble explaining. Movie expl- one. Movie one. Movie one. He- now, you don't mean the new one, do you? No, he's not, he hasn't watched that. Okay. Uh, so you mean the one uh, where they have to go to the farmhouse? Yeah, that's the one right? you watch. Remember or the- do you like the Secret of the Ooze one? Do you like the one with the ninja rap? Do you like the one where they rap at the end? With Toka and Razor? Toka and Razor? The, uh, the, the, the scary turtle and the scary wolf guy? Yeah? That's, I think that is your favorite one. Or do you like the cartoons better? Don't uh, we can't understand you with the finger in your mouth? The what, scary one, the one with Toka and Razor. Yeah. But Who? he's the rhino. No, no. That oh, ri- the yeah. rhino is Bebop. Uh, well, that's Rocksteady, and Bebop is the the warthog, the pig. That's from the cartoon, right? And they're in the new cartoon too, right? I'm pretty sure the new movie is going to have Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, uh, Seamus from the WWE is Rocksteady. Interesting. And uh, I forget his name, but he's a um, comedian is uh, playing. I believe it's a comedian playing uh, Bebop. Interesting. Um, I I forget his name. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the new Ninja Turtles? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Okay, I I don't want to entirely crap on that movie because it's... I, I, I could totally see kids liking it. To my, me, again, my nephew loves it compared yeah, to the yeah. the nineties. To me, it's clearly like a mess of a movie mm. that that was almost remade clearly to me like a few times in the making of it. To me, I, I feel like I can see a much more adult movie that's like sitting in the heart of it somewhere that they started to make and then haphazardly decided halfway through they had to get to, they had to get to the Nickelodeon audience. What's that? Oh, you want to hold it? Okay. Okay. Uh, they they have to like then halfway through making it decide like oh we actually do want the Nickelodeon Dad, kids. Dad. The uh, what? What do you got? Nothing. Nothing. You don't have anything. Listen, man, if you're gonna hold a microphone, you gotta talk to me about something. What do you want to talk about? You know how when we do our show, what do we call it? Kid chat. Where you know how we do kid chat, and I say, what do you want to talk about? And what? then you talk about something. Let's do, here. Let's do do a couple minutes of kid chat with me. Let's. All right. You want to do kid? You want to do an impromptu kid chat? Can you do a kid chat? Will you do it with me? Oh, you, oh, you need the headphones. headphones. There you go. Put well, don't eat them. You got to put them on your ears. Don't worry. We're gonna get this worked out, and then we're gonna do some kid chat. I'm gonna talk into both microphones really quick, which will be really annoying to the listeners. And then I'm gonna hand 
my man Trey, this microphone. Intro kid chat. Yeah. How do you intro kid chat? Yeah, from. Say, welcome to kid chat. I'm Trey. So say, uh, say, welcome to Kid Chat. I'm Trey. Oh, don't mumble, man. This is a terrible show. People hate the show already. They'll love it if you just use, uh, use real words with me. People will love it. Just like you do with Daddy. Styrofoam? Is that what you said? That's what you want to talk about? Styrofoam? Do you know what styrofoam is? Was that a yes or a no? <laughs> this isn't visual, kid. You got to yeah. use that voice. Don't put your mouth on my ears. Yes. Yes. So you know what styrofoam is. So, uh, what do you use styrofoam for in your daily life, Trey? Pee. Pee? You pee into styrofoam cups? Yes? You pee into styrofoam cups? Yes. Yes. Uh, is that, is that because, uh, uh, you find toilets complicated? No, you don't find toilets complicated? All right. So where were we? Oh man, I have no idea. That's okay. I think that's fine. Um, so, all right. Uh, how do, how do we, how do we wrap this thing up and get out? Uh, see, we have our, see our, the thing we did is, uh, I have no end to the show. Yeah, yeah. In my head, the concept was like, maybe we end the show with your awesome thing, but your awesome thing. We, we, we talked movies. We talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I mean, my, I feel like my... So for me, like the, what I define your awesome thing as Please. is is podcasting. Okay. Because to me, that's how I know you. That's yeah. how you and I were introduced. Yes. So I always think you you as a com, uh, comcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, as a podcaster. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I appreciate that. I I I, I will say I actually I like to movie movie. Uh, <laughs> I like to movie movie is the best thing I've done. Mm-hmm. I think for sure. Uh, it, it it is of a, a of a level of quality that I don't think I've ever really uh, accomplished before with any of my projects, uh, and I so yeah I I guess I could see that actually I, I think I do that's like the thing I'm maybe best at overall, uh, hopefully as evidenced by this uh, great interview uh, surrounded by children. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, the show is gonna have some glaring <laughs> holes in it, but uh, no, well, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any of your stand up yet, so. You know, for me, it uh, always will be, you know, podcaster because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, for me, I think it's podcaster or stand up. Yeah. Comedian, you know, to define your awesome thing. Yeah. Um, Comedy is the thing I would like to be awesome at. That's yeah. like my my goal, I guess. You know? And I mean, if you're and I mean, I, like I said, I, I haven't seen it, but I mean, you're still doing it. I've been doing it for three years. Yeah. Is it three years? Yeah, already? almost three years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you're still doing it. And that's a positive thing. Yeah. Um, so and that's that's where like in three years I hope I'm still doing this show because that will be the longest streak yeah, for me. Yeah. Um. And you know, because uh, I I would love for podcasting to be my thing because mm-hmm. more than anything I love to talk, mm-hmm. obviously. And uh, you know, it, filmmaking may you know I I think filmmaking for me to get into it is more so just another means to to have a voice. Yeah. Whether it be literally filming a movie as my voice sure. or doing touring it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i would love to um tour a movie mm-hmm. more so than release it like that's what i plan on the movie that i'm writing i mean now. that would be your release plan yeah that is my release plan be because tour. it's going to be, i don't plan on selling the, the next the movie right. if anything i look at it as like a kind of a, a business card to sure. do the movie that mm-hmm. i wanted like mm-hmm. that we want to do that needs yeah, money. it's the el mariachi model so yeah there is a real no end to this show except uh to uh basically thanks for coming on yeah uh, dude thanks I, for being the first guest to this show i really like podcasting with you man yeah, we, yeah. Uh, i wish we had more time to do it it's fine um but i think hey i think i'm glad that this is actually gonna end up being a two-parter uh, that's good because i think we've been recording for at least two hours great I, I, if not an hour once you whittle it down it'll be a whole half hour long <laughs> nah yeah i think we'll get some good time out of it um so uh we post show we'll have to record some bumpers just in Uh case uh but uh no i think this is something that you know there's gonna be a few guests that are multiple guests on this show um oh i would love to come back and and this is definitely you know just because we can catch up on movies exactly uh, because most of this show was us catching up it was very little interview yeah and and that's what i like about talking with 
with guys like you is that it is going to be very conversational and yeah. it's going to be very like just catch up and like I would rather have me, a conversation than be like yes. I'm fucking uh, listen I do all this great comedy that nobody is seeing and everybody listen listen to my great thoughts about <laughs> fuck I I have no interest in that I don't I'd rather um, talk about a good movie I saw and and uh, for me like part of this show is is not only letting you kind of dictate the what you want to talk about but it's also like you know uh for either your audience to learn more about you yeah like maybe you know on movie i like to movie, movie yeah we don't talk too much about yeah, ourselves but that's something that like i i, I want to bring to the, your audience and bring to my audience and maybe they come to your show yeah and maybe your show your audience comes to my show yeah uh so um but you know, your audience should come to my show by the way we need more yeah. people to come see yeah. the movie live. and uh you know i think what we should do is once once uh we have like this fully operational and we get our newsletter up and running is like we need to have uh like a uh i like i like to movie movie live is the official yeah, it's called movie movie live. movie movie live uh like have like a meetup of oh, like totally. all That'd our cool. audiences there because uh you know i would love to do that that'd be yeah, great because it's something i want to go to for sure i i think i'm going to make a, a commitment to be there for the star wars one yeah because that's something that will truly uh interest me it's and i don't have an so I'll, I'll plug that really quick i don't have an official date it's the second or third wednesday okay. of december uh, at Philomoca, which is at 12th and Spring Garden in Philadelphia. Uh, it's the hardest place to find, which is why nobody ever comes. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's a, it's actually an amazing venue. It's really great for what we do. Uh, and it's uh, it's going to be a huge, huge Star Wars celebration and uh, that we can't officially call Star Wars Celebration because that exists. Yes. Uh, so it's, uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend people come out and see it. And I think one of my goals with bringing podcasting back into my life is to become a panelist on one of your oh you could totally love, do that, uh love love yeah <laughs> if I, I need to get the name of the show right first that, I movie, movie that might be the thing i am proudest of most i've always wanted to be a game show host. yeah i, love game I remember shows. you talking about I that back in the day game shows uh and i have now made my own and i host yeah. my own and it's uh it's uh, it's a really it's the funniest coolest biggest thing i've ever done it's it's very cool uh, so that's I think that's one of my goals with podcasting now is to to be a panelist on that yeah. show. I actually I missed out on uh, on Facebook responding to a Man of Steel request you had uh, because that is that's it could be a whole other podcast between oh us. My God. But it's not good. <laughs> I don't. Like oh, that. finally someone's on my side. <laughs> this could be the best. Uh, I have no one on my side ever about this. But God, that movie is just. A big bunch of baloney, I say to the child. A <laughs> I, big bunch of baloney. I I will say that I appreciate. Nah, no, no, you don't. I don't. I don't think I even say that. that I ha I was able to find a positive to it at <sighs> one point, but it, it is. Let's save that for the next one. Let's, I let's try not to shoot on movies. Let's poop, uh, poop on films. Uh, <laughs> trying to be classy in front of the kid. Uh, I try not to defecate on uh, moving pictures, uh, but uh, that one is deserving of defecation. We'll, we'll make a commitment that the next time we get together, we'll talk about Man of Steel, uh, Man of Steel it. because it. it is a hard film. Man of shit, me. I say. <laughs> so uh, that being said, uh, this I, I developed my sign-offs on air. Oh, hold on. Uh, you got to plug, man. You always got to remember to plug at the end, especially if the point of the show is, hey, you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, where are you awesome? Where are we awesome? We are awesome on awesomepodcast.com. Uh, Twitter, we're trying to secure that Twitter still. Uh -huh. So uh, you can hit us on Twitter at that entertains. You can hit me up directly at HHWST. Let's repeat that so that it's fluent. At HHWST. You're terrible at this. I'm terrible. I haven't plugged in a long time. Recommendations for your after your Let's first episode. Let's start over. <laughs> <clears throat> So, the plugs, my friends. Awesomepodcast.com is where you can find this show. You can also find us on Twitter, at That Entertains. You can find me directly, at HHWST. My guest, Garrett Smith, the first ever Everything is Awesome yes. guest. You cannot take that away from no. yourself. That's your title That's now. That's great. I love it. Uh, uh, here, can I plug myself? Yes. That's, I feel like it's easiest. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Filmadelphia. That's with an F, F-I-L-M, Adelphia. Uh, you can find me on letterboxd.com slash Philadelphia. You can read all my movie reviews there. I review everything I watch, even if it's the 18th time I'm seeing it. Uh, you can find our podcast um, on iTunes. It's called I Like to Movie Movie. Uh, and then uh, everywhere on social media, we are slash I Like to, the number two, I Like to Movie. Uh, 
so at I like to movie on Twitter, Facebook.com slash I like to movie. Uh, we post about all our events there. We do the live show, the uh, the game show, uh, and um, you know we post all our podcasts up there. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's uh, I host an open mic in Philadelphia called We Do every Tuesday night at Medusa Lounge. You can come see me and a bunch of my friends do comedy every Tuesday there, uh, and I'm uh, all over Philadelphia doing comedy all the time. Uh, come find me. Excellent. Uh, I hope to come see you do stand up. You I'm should come gonna, see me do stand up. I'm definitely going to come to uh, at least the uh, next tell, movie. I tell movie a live. really, really nerdy Planet of the Apes joke that uh, like uh, very specific audiences get on board with. Uh, it's a, it's like one of my favorite things to do because uh, I can I can tell who the nerd in the audience is because they're the only one that knows all the titles of those movies, which okay. is what the joke becomes. Uh, that was a terrible thing. I don't know why I said that. It was like really boring and not interesting. <laughs> We won't cut it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that has been Everything is Awesome. What are you breaking? No, you can't sign the table. You can give the marker to Garrett, though. What does he have all over his ear? Uh, oh, that <laughs> headphone is apparently falling apart. You can draw on the leg. Oh, yeah, you wear that. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> so... Thank you for being awesome, Yo, Garrett. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, uh, this has been an awesome night. Yeah, it's been uh, fun. I can't wait to do it again next it's time. There will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, this is something that uh, I hope to. Maybe we'll have you on one, like once a quarter. Sure. If not more. Yeah. It's all on your schedule. Sure. Really. I know. I know. Yeah, it's all on your schedule. That's my a, schedule you, is ridiculous. You only can like things. You should see my calendar for the rest of the week, dude. I'm it's sure like, it's busy. yeah. yeah. Um, so again, thank you for being on the show. Uh, we hope to have you back as soon as possible. And uh, you have been listening to Everything is Awesome right here only on awesomepodcast.com. Now, real quick, before we let you go, because all those plugs that past Kev and past Garrett gave to you may be a little outdated. Uh, all the Twitters and social media feeds and stuff, they're all accurate. However, uh, the Movie Movie Live edition of Star Wars happened in December. And we recorded this uh, about a month before that. So, um that's a little outdated, but next week, February 17th, is Movie Movie Live High as a Kite Edition, 7.30 p.m. at Philomoca, right in Philadelphia. So, come on down, Dan will be there, Dan Scully, Garrett Smith will be there, I'm going to be there, a whole bunch of people are going to be there, I'm going to try to get Mike from That's Entertainment and tell us to come on down, uh, and it's, I'm telling you, I, if you haven't read uh, my review about the Movie Movie Live Star Wars Edition, go to That's Entertainment. No, well, you can go to That's Entertainment on Facebook, That Entertains on Twitter, or ThatEntertains.com, and uh, you can read my review there. That does it very little justice. It is such a unique experience, uh, and, and they change it up every show from one edition to the next. This one is their stoner movie edition, High as a Kite edition. Uh, so come on down, 7.30 p.m. to Phil Mocha uh, in Philadelphia, and enjoy a very fun interactive where you could probably win some prizes game show called Movie Movie Live from I Like to Movie Movie and Garrett Smith and Dan Scully. We'll see you next week right here on awesomepodcast.com.